0: This is KMTT, and today is Thursday. We have a new shi'a starting today, a new series. Our Moshe Dechonstein will be speaking about the uh, structure of the tefilat of Shabbat. In this series, we'll attempt to deal with uh, the role and the structure of tefilot in Shabbat. A major component of our Shabbos experience focuses upon Tefillah and centers around Shul. We spend hours Shabbos morning in Shul. We view the entry of Shabbat Friday night to the prism of Kabbalat Shabbat and tfilat Tarvit. A major center of attention is Tefillah. It's festive. It's long, it's elaborate, it's detailed, and more than any, any other day of the week, we spend a considerable amount of time in Shul. Moreover, the focus of our religious life is to a large degree the Tefillah Shabbat. However, this is not always clear, and in Chazal, a different picture seems to emerge from the sources. In an interesting passage in Masechet Masse, in Shabbat in the Yerushalmi, there's a debate as to the essence of Shabbat. Rabbi lo Shabbatot tovim The essence of Shabbat, the telos of Shabbat, is akila Not tamut Torah, not Kratah Torah, not filah but rather, pleasure, the food, drink, the meal. However, Yerushalmi continues, Al shapem because the foul odor from eating all day long, without doing anything else, both physically and metaphorically, He ben Torah. He became permissible to engage in Torah per se, Torah also should not be part of the Shabbos experience, only that man should not be too immersed and, so to speak, contaminated by his food and drink, an outlet of Torah was provided. Essentially, the idea here is, that in Shabbos, the person should be passive, enjoying himself, sharing pleasure, but not being active, Creativity in Talmud Torah is seen as action, as creation. And therefore Talmud Torah itself is almost frowned upon if not for the fact that the physical world has to be balanced by a spiritual one as well. A second opinion. Rabbi Abba Lo Shabbatot V'yamim Tovim The focus of Shabbat is not the food, is not the meal, but rather Talmud Torah. The experience of Torah is at the center of Shabbat. What's striking though from our perspective is not only the radically different ideas and concepts of Shabbat, but also what's missing. Tfilah. The whole debate revolves around the question of achilah and food and drink, or Torah. Neither side makes mention of the option of engaging in Tfilah. Focus upon Tfilah the way, to a large degree, our Shabbos experiences from both sides of the debate, this option seems to be missing. If we leave Yushali for a moment, move on to another source in the Bavli. The Gemara in Masechot Megillah describes the various uh, <coughs> options regarding prison schedule on Shabbat. It says as follows. Yom Tov lavo person comes late to show, or actually goes to show late and leaves early, meaning shul is davening begins late and is over early. Not that a person should come late, of course. you you begin early, you conclude late. lavo shabbat lavo. Umachus lavo, let's say it. And Shabbas, you arrive early, you begin the davening early, but you also conclude early. Explains Rashi. You begin an early hour in order to make vatikin. You however you conclude early, Shabbat. Once more, don't spend too much time in shul, Oning Shabbat beckons, you have to go home and engage oning Shabbat. And further on that sugya, Shabbat is characterized by Kriyat HaTorah. The scale of 5 Elias and Yom Tov, 6 and Yom Kippur and 7 Shabbat is indicative that the nature of Shabbat is intimately tied in and connected to Talmud Torah. Once more, tefillah, you can conclude early but Talmud Torah should be more extensive than other days. As me, who shall only Torah is the focus of the Shabbos experience while um, Tefillah seems to be of a more marginal effect. And to conclude the final source, another grammar Brachot tells us that the reason we do not pray a regular Sh'mon on Shabbos, that is we don't recite all of the Bakashot, the regular Vachat Esray Esrei, is not because it's inappropriate, it's not because Shabbos and pleading with the Kadosh Baruch Hu don't go together, but rather for a different reason. mishum kvod Shabbat. Chazal simply did not want to burden a person with a long davening. Rather than coming and saying, Shabbos and davening go together. It's not a tircha, it's not a burden, it's the focus of Shabbat. The essence of Shabbat, me'en al-mabah, is mean dialogue with kadosh Hu. But the Gemara does not see it as such. The Gemara rather says we shorten the shron because we wanted to enable a person to engage more in quote Shabbat and to be less involved in tefillah. Simply put, all of these sources from Chazal seem to call into question the centrality of tefillah in Shabbat and suggest that if a spiritual experience should be at the center, it is Talmud Torah and not tefillah. On the other hand, all of these statements must be balanced by what we're familiar from the team The Paitanim wrote extensive. Tefilot, whole Marachot, in which they elaborated on the parsha on the tefillah, quite long and exquisite um, systems of uh, Shun Esres. And uh, clearly their perspective was much closer to ours, that a person should spend the day engaged in tefillah and pouring his energies into tefillah rather than involving himself in Talmud Torah alone. Having said this, let us now move on to the question not of the role of tefillah in general, but the the specific nature of tefillah within Shabbat. And this brings me back to the question we mentioned a moment ago, why is Shemonesa and Shabbos shorter than that in the middle of the week? As I mentioned before, a straightforward reading of the Gemara Second Brachot, the seems to state quite clearly that there is no problem per se to the content of a regular tefillah and Shabbat. The only problem is it's long and therefore a person should not feel burdened we should release him for his own Shabbat as soon as possible. Rushalmi, though, the quote of the continues and mentions a prohibition. A Litvat litvot sechabeshabbat. Person cannot make demands, cannot plead the, the Kaddish Baruch on Shabbos for his needs. It's an isur, not only, not only an exemption. Throughout later sources we show him, we seem to find two different approaches. One approach takes the bodily at face value and seems to assume that it is indeed appropriate on in Shabbat to engage in tefillah. Supplication and Shabbat do not contradict each other. However, it's unnecessary. If a person is interested, it's quite possible. Matter of fact, Surprisingly enough, if Yagod produced quite a long bakasha, a request to be recited every Shabbat, in his sidur, he presents us with two bakashot, supplications essentially, that he wrote for man to plead with God every day. And he tells us one of them is stronger language, that's for the middle of the week. The other, for Shabbat, is written in a much simpler and easier language. It's lighter in terms of its content. It has, both have, Shevach HaRatzah Hashem praise and glory of the Kadosh Baruch together with HaChna'ah, person basically accepting God's yoke, presenting himself as an Eved, as a slave to the Master, Vidui Avonot, Vidui, Bakashat Slicha, pleading for compassion and mercy, that's V'nei and requesting upon his own private needs, those of and so on and so forth. Then he tells us that the one for Shabbat is relatively speaking of a lighter language, presumably it to like class with Shabbat. But if actually, reviews have used the Tefillah, which appears in our Sadiqon Siddhar, pages 45 through 63, the language there is quite unlike anything that we're familiar with from our Shabbat prayers. Familiar, of course, from Rosh Hashanah Kippur, but certainly not from Shabbat. Chatanu, Avinu, Hirshanu, Pashanu, Maradnu, Sainu and so Tovim, Shmudachatovim. Anon lemancha kabelin. They Once more, he's in full gear for Yom but certainly out of sync with our Shabbat experience. Later on, he begins to request Kolishbarchu tirapet makouteinu for tatzilenu mikaf oivenu for refuah there should be no more suffering and misery in uh, Jewish homes. And so on and so forth. And the ends with the longi praying for b'nyan Yerushalayim and ge'ulah. Clearly, despite the lighter language of sad yathat, that Shabbat and pleading for mercy, compassion, and all of our other needs, for the Kodesh is quite appropriate. On the other hand, no more notice of figuring the Rambam was asked specifically about this Tfila. And the Rambam says quite clearly that no one should pray this prayer for the simple reason, <laughs> The Rambam is opposed to this on grounds of principle. Then Shabbat, we don't need say Mishabek properly. And certainly not an 18-page Bakash that Psalm wrote. It's certainly inappropriate. And the Rambam raises the banner of Shabbat and Filah of Bakashah and Yachamim do not go together. And throughout later posts, we can find both approaches. Of course, nowadays, we do not have bakashot, unless under very extraordinary circumstances. And this really brings us, in a sense, to the point we raised before. Why is Torah conceived as more appropriate avenue of spirituality in Shabbat than tefillah according to some of the chachamim we quoted before. Tefillah and the Shabbat, in particular tefillah of bakasha, of supplication, have a very strong tension between them and Shabbat. The idea of creation of Shabbat is perfection. God created a perfect world. We praise Him for that. The idea Shabbat is God surveyed all that He created and decided that it was perfect in a sense. The world is complete. Nothing is missing. Everything is in place. The last few missing things were put together. And the world is one in which man can be passive, can relax, he's lacking nothing. Gan Eden! On the other hand, Tfila implies the opposite. Man seeks out God to help him out. He struggles in the world. He's coping with the world. He cannot manage. He needs divine assistance. Obviously, the world is imperfect. There's disease. I have to say refaeinu. This poverty, this struggling for panas, I have to say barech aleinu. This galut, I have to say uvnei This injustice, I have to say shovei revim achnei hazedim. no longer round, I have to say Shiva wa shaftenu k'varishona. There's no melech of David, we lack David, And so on and so forth. Tefillah implies an imperfect world. Shabbat implies a perfect world. Shabbat is yom shekulotov. Shabbat is completion, is perfection. Tefillah is struggle, is imperfection. Tefillah goes hand in hand with the idea of six days of improving of developing the world, of struggling and handling its imperfections and challenges. Shabbat, we step back from all this, we survey creation, and focus upon its beauty, upon its perfection, and to intrude upon this with tefillah, of tzirachim, with requests, with needs, which imply that not, not all is perfect, there are many blemishes in the world, all of this contradicts Shabbat. And therefore the tension, according to the Ramam and others, between Shabbat and the regular Tefillah. And as such, the Tefillah of Shon Esrei is no longer perceived as the center of Shabbat. While on the other hand, Torah, which does not imply sneed. Torah in which I do not have to claim that I'm lacking something, which I don't present myself as in need and distress, Torah can be a spiritual outlook, a spiritual view for which uh, to apply Shabbat to. Therefore, there's a basic tension between Shabbat on the one hand and fla on the other that Some were quite acutely aware of and therefore insisted upon the prohibition of such on Shabbat. Others, like the Rambam, excuse me, others, like Rsadigon, thought when all is said and done, the world is indeed imperfect. It was created as such. The idea behind its creation was to leave an imperfect world for man to struggle with, of Da'uli to develop and this is not a blemish upon creation, but rather it's the essence of creation, of God's will, and therefore, they are not disturbed by the fact that Tfilan Shabbat, that it is Shabbat, however, they would make an exemption in order to allow a person to enjoy Shabbat and its other benefits. This is on the one hand. On the other hand, there's a very intimate connection between Shabbat and Tefillah. Not the connection of need and distress, which are seem to be antithetical to Shabbat, but rather the fact that Tefillah means intimacy with the Kedosh Baruch Hu. Tefillah is not only supplication, Tefillah is also dialogue between man and God. God addresses man through prophecy, through Nevoah, and man addresses God through tefillah. The act of tefillah more than anything else enables us to engage the Kadosh Baruch Hu, to be in dialogue with Him, to address Him. This tefillah is simply put, a direct line from earth to heaven, a direct line between man and God. And this, of course, is the other element of Shabbat. Shabbat is not only the completion of creation, it's also a day... Of Me'ain Olam Haba, a day in which Kadosh Baruch Hu takes Am Yisrael as his companion. A day in which we feel close to Kadosh Baruch Hu, We can remove ourselves from the mundane regularity of everyday life and approach the Kadosh Baruch Hu and feel the sense of a diffusing itself throughout our world on Shabbat. So Tfilach, in this perspective, is not only a permissible, it's desirable, it's not only something which may be done, which should be done. Of course, the idea behind our experience indeed revolves around this idea. You go to Mikdash Me'at, to Ashul, which is a pseudo-Bet mikdash. You go to meet the Kaddish Baruch Hu, in order to feel and engage him. This is the idea of Tulan Shabbat. The Ramban, Torah, addresses the idea of Tulan Shabbat from an additional perspective. The Ramban describes Mikra Kodesh. What is exactly Mikra Kodesh? When the Torah says Mikra Kodesh regarding Shabbat and Yom Tov, what exactly did it mean? The Ramban says... Mikra Kodesh means a day in which everyone comes together and congregate and assemble and show. That's the idea of Mikran, his idea. Kulam Kruim Kadesh everyone should gather and assemble together to sanctify Shabbat. Ki mitzvah hi al Yisrael. It's a mitzvah. Li kabetz vebeit hailokim be yom moed, to come together on a day of moed, either Shabbat or moed. And moed, of course, means, in Hebrew, a rendezvous. Li hitvaed. V'nohadati l'chashama. L'kadesh hayom beparehseh, betefila vehalel, l'akil b'kisut nikiyah. V'asad hayom mishter v'simcha. In other words, Nirban's idea, gathering together and engaging in Kodesh Baruchu, is the essence of Shabbat and of Yom Tov. This is what makes the Mikra Kodesh. In light of the above, it's clear that the essence of Shabbat and Mikra Kodesh is not the supplication, is not the request that may be permissible or may not. But the essence of Tefillah Shabbat revolves around Shevach. Even if we view Tefillah during the week as focusing on our needs, as an Eved Shabbat, the phrase Brachot," meaning a slave or subordinate coming to make a request to ask for his needs on Shabbat, not man as the center of the Tefillah, but God. We do not emphasize or focus upon our needs, but rather the glory of the Kadosh Baruchu. From, from the Ramban's perspective, Tfilah Shabbat is not only emphasizing the dialogue, but rather emphasizing God's greatness. On Shabbat, we celebrate creation, we celebrate the achievement of creation, and therefore, Tfilah must reflect the greatness and glory of the Creator, who is He who created, the entire world. We look back, not only Elohim but man as well. We take this into account, and we focus on Shabbat, on Tefillah of Shabbat In the middle of the week, man may very well be at the center of Tefillah, the focal point of Tefillah being our needs, and Shabbat it is not man, but rather kodesh Baruch who is the center. A similar point is made by the Raivid as well who talks about the experience of Tfilan Shabbat as being totally different from that in the middle of the week. In his language, Tfilat Rechimu Bakasha is the middle of the week. About Tfilat Shabbat V'yom Tov Eino the tefillah of Shabbat Yom Tov focuses upon approaching Kaddish Baruch Hu, thanking Him for, for providing for our needs, and the Amban's phrase, Halel Lak'el, praising and glorifying the Kaddish Baruch Hu as part of that. In light of this, tefillah indeed attains a central point. It becomes a major element in the experience of Shabbat. However, especially before, a different kind of tefillah. Therefore, we now come to address the structure and the role of the various tefillahs. We must take these ideas into account throughout. The more is tefillah A or B or C directed towards the idea of praise, is focused upon creation. Is it focused upon other ideas? Shabbat itself is multifaceted. It includes Mitzrayim, Breshit, Me'Ein Olam Haba. It's the final day of creation. It's the day of rest. All these various elements exist in Shabbat. We'll have to answer so as we go throughout the series: which out address which ideas? Which tefillah address the idea of creation? which me'elam Ba, which d'el z'echetzat mitzrayim, and so on and so forth. That, however, we will not do today. We'll begin with that, Bezrat Hashem, in the next uh, session. For today, we just want to focus upon the triangle, if you want, between Tfilah, Achilah Sh'tiyah, and Torah uh, and Shabbat. Where's the essence of Shabbat? In the Onig Shabbat? In the Achilah and In the Tfilah? or in Talmud Torah. Obviously, the best solution is the itself says, "Chetzel Hashem, HaShem or, to put it differently, to have both a Shabbos meal, Tefillah, and Torah. However, the important point to emphasize in conclusion, it's not a question of how you divide your time. It's also, what energy does a person come to Shul? Does a person view Shul and Shabbos as a social event? Or as a deeply religious event. Does he view this as a way to discharge his obligation to Davin only? Or does he see this as an opportunity in which once a week to come praise the Kadosh Baruch Hu, to dialogue without my knees on the table? I should not put my knees at the center once a week? I put Kish Baruch Hu to focus. Halel killed Mikra Kodesh. The entire week, what can I do? I must place my needs, because that's the way the world was created. But on Shabbat, I can lay back, come to shul eager to praise the Kadosh Baruch Hu, to return the debt in anticipation of the dialogue. Put differently, a fully charged religious atmosphere that no less the Shabbos meal or the Talmud Tarash of Yenik unique Shabbat, it's Shabbat, should be a unique and uplifting experience as well. It's this challenge which will allow us to place tefillah as a major component. And if we treat tefillah not as such intense experience, but rather a laid-back, easy-going affair, we have not done anything. Tefillah Shabbat is a unique but intense opportunity of contact between man and the Kadosh Baruch